shorty. It's your birthday. It's your birthday. We gonna party. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. <laughs> You're listening to Motherhood in Black and White. Hey, podcast family. Welcome to Motherhood in Black and White. I'm Kanji. I'm Tara. This is the best week ever. And why is it the best week ever? Because it is our birthday week. It is our birthday week. Happy birthday, T. Happy birthday, Kanji. How fortunate are we that we get to share a birthday week? I know. It's crazy when you think about it because of the 52 weeks of the year, Mm -hmm. both of us were blessed to be born in the exact same one. The world was blessed with this week with both of us. Or should we say all four of us? Four of us. Because we're Geminis. Because we're Geminis. Gemini twins. Yes. And so this week, podcast family, we are going to talk about birthday celebrations, the good, the bad, and the ugly. And of course, we're going to share our birthday wishes for ourselves and for our family and community. So, Tara, you were fortunate enough because right before we started the recording this episode, mm-hmm. I gifted you your presents for the you week. You did so many presents, by oh, the way. And I forgot to give you one. So you have one coming up. I just <laughs> forgot where it is. Now, podcast family, I don't know if you do this, but pretty much since I became a mom, what I do is I batch buy early a mm-hmm. lot of things. Knowing that we carry the load of remembering all of the things, sometimes I go through life, like when I see something like, oh, my kid will love this, or oh, my husband's going to love it. So I buy gifts all year round when Mm -hmm. I see something that they're going to like. And I did the same thing with you. Unfortunately, I've forgotten where I've put in some of these presents. (laughs) You found most of them. Yes. You did find most of them, which is very sweet. But there's one that I still have to find. We'll have to run it down when we get it done here. So can you share with our podcast family um, some of the things that I gifted you this week? Of course. Of course. So I got a lovely Maya Angelou quote, a canvas that I'm going to put up in my office because I have a, a space perfect for it. And I got a a puzzle, obviously, with superheroes on it, including Wonder Woman and Superman DC all day. And I got a mug, a RBG mug, which is awesome. And of course, my very favorite two items. <laughs> and podcast family, if you've been here, you know, I opened up the first one and it was a pillowcase with a picture of shirtless Zach Efron on it. Shirtless <laughs> Zach Efron. Because not only do you want to sleep with your husband, Jason, but I got you Zach Efron to sleep I know, with. No, it's the best of both worlds. I get to share the bed. And it's a young, it's a shirtless young Zach Efron. Very, very cute. So you can like tell they the, watch Zach Efron. You can tell the world you're sleeping with Zach Efron. <laughs> That's right. I and, will. It's perfect. And it won't be a lie. That's right. I and then it. I also got a notebook that says I just freaking love Zac Efron, okay? I just do. Yay. I love giving gifts. And when I saw those gifts, I knew they were perfect for you and your Zac Efron obsession. You love to journal. Mm -hmm. You love to drink tea. Mm -hmm. I love to sleep. You love to sleep. We all do. Yes. And you love um, Justice Ginsburg, RBG. Mm -hmm. I want you to take a moment to share with our family why 
the image of Wonder Woman is so special to you. And, and as I've been looking for gifts for you the past few years that we've been friends, one of the things that I focused on doing is always looking to include a Wonder Woman themed mm-hmm. something and yeah. something that I give you. So would you mind telling our, our family why Wonder Woman is so important to you? Oh, man, I don't know if anybody's ever really asked me that. I I wasn't a huge Wonder Woman fan growing up, like the Linda Carter version. I watched a little bit, but it was a little bit before my time. But as I got older and started getting into superheroes and comic books, she was kind of the only mainstream option. And I just, you know, she's so strong. And when the movie came out several years ago and kind of reinvented her with um, Gal Gadot, I just... I just love the image of it. She's strong and honest and has integrity. It's not just about like kicking ass, but it's also about, you know, she's a good person and tries to bring integrity to everything she does. I'm really into it. And it just became a thing. And you know how it is like once you start collecting something and people find out you're into it and then you have a whole lot of it and now it's your thing. So that's kind of how it happened. Yeah. It's like everybody gets you the same thing. What was it a couple of years ago at the cycling studio where I used to be a, Mm -hmm. a spin instructor? Everybody gave me wine. <laughs> so I I came home with close to 55 bottles of wine. Oh, man. And I paused and I thought, hmm, I think that way too many people know that I love wine. Can I hear an amen? And it was cool. It's cool. But I think that I also need to start telling people to start giving me lottery tickets. Like maybe try something else. Just shift <laughs> shift the focus a little bit. I have a friend and her name rhymes with llama and she got really into llamas several years ago. And now I feel like I can't buy her llama stuff because I know she has like every llama thing you can imagine. So mm-hmm. eventually it kind of runs out, I think. Not for you and Wonder Woman. No, there's plenty of new Wonder Woman things every day. So keep doing that. And also not for you and Zac Efron because I discovered the wonderful world of Etsy and all things <laughs> Zac Efron. So they're going to keep coming for I years. start a Zac Efron collection thanks to Kanji. You're welcome. <laughs> and to your husband, Jason. Jason, you too are welcome for all of the <laughs> Zac Efron that's coming into your world. You know, In the last 12 years that I've been celebrating birthdays as a mother, I kind of have, with the exception of my 40th birthday, Mm -hmm. not really shine, uh, what's the word? Shine, shown such a light on my own birthday. Celebrated in a big way. Celebrated in a big way. There have been a couple, but for the most part, all of my energies have gone into celebrating and making sure that Roman's birthday has been celebrated for some parts, if not the most part, over the top celebrations. Yeah. And, I, you know, when we were talking a little while ago, I was wondering why it is and when it is that it became that kids' birthday parties became so over the top. Yes. Was that the way that your birthday was celebrated when you were growing up? No. I basically got a cake and I think we only had maybe one party. Birthdays were pretty much just a cake with the family at the house. That was it. Mm-hmm. I can only remember one actual party. And even that was like, we ordered a pizza and ate cake. Yeah. You know what I mean? And growing up, we used to have the opportunity to, our parents or our guardians used to bring cupcakes to school to celebrate. So there were school celebrations when I was growing up. But did you get to have them? Because we have these after school year birthdays. So here it is. We had half birthday celebrations. Oh, okay. So for those of us who had birthdays that were during the summer months or close to the summer months, you celebrated on the half birthday. We didn't do that. So I didn't get to have birthdays at school either for the record. So these are all things we have to make <laughs> up for now. I think for my way of making up for not having 
lots of celebrations. And again, I'm not over the top with my celebrations, but I do have an over the top birthday. Mm-hmm. Those people that know me and recognize I created my own birthday holiday. It's a combination of birthday and Hanukkah and Kwanzaa. <laughs> and the first week of June is known to all who know and love me as Kanjika. <laughs> I forgot about Kanjika. <laughs> How could you forget about Conjica? Because we only really got to do one before we weren't at the studio anymore. But I totally forgot about Conjica. And just for the record, listeners, the reason we're not talking about Kanji's presence yet is because Conjica has not begun. She will get her gifts before the next episode. And listeners, if you want to send any um, gifts my way, please do. But, <laughs> but So I think partially one of the reasons why I started Conjica on my own mm-hmm. um, yep. when I was in my in my 20s was because I didn't necessarily feel that there were tremendous birthday celebrations. Now, I will say that for my birthday growing up, I did have some birthday parties mm-hmm. at the local water park. I remember having a birthday party, a sleepover at my aunt's house. It was a co-ed party and then the boys left and the girls slept over. Mm-hmm. Because it was close to the end of the school year, sometimes it would be dinner or, or lunch or dinner with a group of friends, but nothing like we do for our kids now. It's pretty wild. What we do for our kids these days. Yeah. And also what I noticed was the gifts that he's getting Mm -hmm. have gotten to the point where, I don't know if it seems like there's a competition among mothers or there's a competition among kids, but the year before the pandemic, Roman had a birthday party and he cleaned up. Mm -hmm. Like between gift cards and money, he probably, and I think we had 28 kids at this birthday party. Um, I think he ended up with well over $600 in cash or gift cards. Whoa. Yes, which to me is an incomprehensible amount for a 10-year-old. Right, yes. Um, And I'm trying to teach him fiscal and financial responsibility. One of the things I want to do was like, no, we, we save it, we put it in the college fund. Yeah. And then the part of me was, as he said, and he's, he advocated for himself, he said, well, mommy, that's my birthday money. I should be able to spend it how I want. And so I'm curious, like, what would you say or what do you say in those situations with your son? I typically let him spend his birthday money when he was little, before he was old enough to understand the concept and he would get cash that went into savings because he didn't know any better. And he got so many presents. He didn't know the difference. But as he's gotten older and he knows, oh, I got a gift card to Target. I got a gift, you know, Amazon or whatever. I've let him use it on stuff that he wants. It's interesting, though, what you're talking about, the presents. We still have probably six or seven gifts in the hall closet from two years ago. Because last year was COVID. He didn't have a big party with presents. But like two years ago, you know, it's just like projects and games and Mm -hmm. things like that. Things that you don't just play with right away, but you would have to work on. And we still have six or seven of those put up. We have Lego sets. We still have several in the closet that he hasn't even opened. Mm. That we Because I'll just go through and I'll let him take a couple and go ahead and start playing with them. And I'll put the rest up. And then he'll just come to me and go. Because we typically see a lot of projects. One year, he got like 10 Nerf guns of varying types. I'm like, Dude, let's take some of these back. Like, let's give these to your friend. We've regifted that stuff because you just don't need 10. Like, that's a lot. Or any. Or any. <laughs> or any. Right? So the Nerf gun story that you just shared, mm-hmm. it kind of triggered something in me because when Roman was 10, that's the first time that he got a Nerf gun that I didn't give him. Mm. And 
you know, we talk about um, and recording this podcast episode on the anniversary of of George Floyd's murder. Mm -hmm. And we all know that George Floyd was murdered by a police officer who had been sworn to protect and serve. And a year ago, even though some people saw that video and it opened a consciousness for them, it was not, he was not the first black man to be killed, an unarmed black man to be killed by a police officer. Um, and he hasn't been the last. But when my son turned 10 mm-hmm. and he got a big Nerf gun, the first thing I thought about was 12-year-old Tamir Rice, right. who was walking in a park with a Nerf gun. And a police officer came upon him and told him to freeze, drop it, and fired and shot and killed a 12-year-old black mm-hmm. boy who was carrying a Nerf gun. So... When we were at the birthday party two years ago and Roman opened his Nerf gun, whereas I think some parents may have been like, oh, that's cute. That's sweet. The first thing I thought was, I am terrified. Yeah. Totally terrified. And this kid who at that point in my mind was like, okay, he's now not necessarily a kid because he's getting older. His hair's growing longer. I said, I, he will never play with that. Mm-hmm. He will never play with a Nerf gun. Yeah. And it was weird because for so many years, just like your son Gage, you know, he'd always been given Nerf guns for mm-hmm. presents and he'd played with them. But in my mind, at that moment when he turned 10, it was an understanding that things were changing, double digits. Yeah. And that birthday for him to me, it meant that he had lost something. Yeah. It meant that. I think to so many people, he would never be seen as a cute black boy again. Mm -hmm. And to a few, he could be seen as a target. And so as I love celebrating my son's birthdays, Mm -hmm. as he gets older and his next birthday, he'll be 13. I do have that recognition and fear that he is becoming a black adolescent in a community, in a society that doesn't necessarily celebrate the beauty of his skin color. Yeah. Um, and then questioning like, well, what's it going to be like when he's 14 or 15 or 16? Oh, I will share this with you. You know, we wrapped up school here last week. Mm-hmm. And I think you know this, Tara, but um, Roman for sixth grade award, he received the kindness award from oh, his teachers. I love that. Yeah, I love it too. So he got straight A's this year, which I was very happy about. Mm-hmm. But I was proud that the teachers recognized that part of his character. Yeah. And then that just made me realize, wow, yes, the Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King's mission and hope that we will be judged by the content of our character. It's coming true. Yeah. Like my son is being judged because of who he is, not because of the color of his skin. And then today, remembering that it's the anniversary of George Floyd's murder, I'm like, well, there are some people that still don't do that. So what is it that we can do and how can we do that and get to it and celebrate each birthday again without a sense of dread or fear? Yeah. Or concern about it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I get that. I mean, that's just so, that's just so tough. And I know how you feel about that. And, and, And I feel similarly for different reasons, you know, as I see Gage getting older, I think in general, as I'm watching him get older and realizing that you know, things are changing and the margin for error is getting smaller mm-hmm. and smaller and kind of watching him grow into this pre-adolescent kid and just knowing that we're that much closer to him kind of going out and doing, the, you know, just yeah. things like that. I think, I think there's a little bit of sadness to that all the time, but I know that for you, it's, 
it, it's an extra layer of anxiety. And, and I'm so sorry for that. Thank you for your empathy. But there's also a reason to celebrate because we all know that each year is not promised to us. True yes? story. Yes. Um, and as I am getting so. OK, so mm-hmm. here's my question. Mm-hmm. What is the average life expectancy of a woman now? I don't know. I don't, you're like, why are you? Asking? Don't you know all the things? I do not know, ma'am. Okay, that so, is a fallacy. <laughs> let's say it's about ninety. Okay, if it's ninety, I'm more than halfway done. And so, every birthday, it's a reason for me just to pause and reflect where I've come from and where I am now. And I'm trying to get so much more comfortable in the skin I'm in. Mm-hmm. Um. And learn how to kind of celebrate where I am and like love myself exactly where I am. Yeah, you know, I hit a new decade a couple of years ago. So I'm early in this one. And it's a it's an interesting one to be in for sure. I am in this year, I've noticed just we talked a little bit about how both of us let COVID put us on the couch a little bit. (laughs) So not that I don't love my body, but it definitely, there's some pain points due to this not taking care of it that I need to pay attention to. Listen, I love my body. There's so much more to love post COVID and post pandemic. So much more to love. Like, I mean, this, like in February, I had to run up to the doctor because I threw my back out and could barely move. And I'm like, oh, is this where we are now? This is what we're doing. Okay. So I know there's, you know, I feel good about it, but I'm recognizing that uh, the runway between being able to just suck it up and move forward is getting shorter and shorter. My body's like, uh, excuse me, ma'am, I'm going to need you to pay a little bit more attention to me. Okay. <laughs> we took Roman to, um, or, or my husband took Roman roller skating the other day mm-hmm. and they asked if I was going to come. And I said, no. <laughs> Because here's the thing, like yeah. when I was that age, you could fall down yeah. and just pop back up yeah. and be okay. If I were to fall now, yeah. I would break everything and mm. it probably wouldn't heal. Uh-huh. And I was thinking about Brooke Shields so the other day oh on my God, that story. Good Morning America. Yes. I saw the story how she was just doing a regular exercise mm-hmm. routine mm-hmm. and she ended up breaking her femur, which is her thigh bone, Yes, which is the biggest, biggest bone, thickest bone in your body. Yeah. And it was just doing an ordinary exercise routine. She was balancing herself on a balancing board, mm-hmm. kind of like a BOSU ball or a balance ball or something. And she just fell mm-hmm. and broke her thigh bone mm-hmm. to the point that she required extensive two-week hospitalization. So scary. And so we get forward and we get to an age where it's, it's so easy. Like, you know, I'll wake up in the middle of the night and like, oh, I slept terribly. It's like, what happened? Like my, my yeah. back hurts. Mm-hmm. I it's can't like, turn my head. Mm-hmm. I don't know what to do. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I went on a little trip with a friend a couple of weeks ago. I guess it's been a week now. And uh, we were like walking down this strip and we done a little shopping. So I had like a shopping bag in each hand, but nothing heavy, like water bottles in one and maybe like a t-shirt or something in the other. And it had a little walking trail that was kind of steep. But it was only half a mile. We were like, well, let's just walk up to the top and we can see. So we walked up to the top and we both were like, this was a mistake. Because we were just in like regular walking clothes. And we were cracking ourselves up at how out of shape we were. And then we came back down to eat. And while I was sitting there, I like turned too fast. And like where I was carrying those bags, my shoulder muscles just like yanked real tight. I go, oh, all right. (laughs) I mean, it's just like, this is ridiculous. (laughs) <laughs> this is your birthday present. And happy birthday to you. It's <laughs> your old girl. It's the Slow aches down. And, the aches and pains. Yeah, my husband asked what he could get me for my birthday. I said Advil. 
ibuprofen, please just keep it in the house. Yeah. This year, it's going to be different birthday celebrations for those of us who are celebrating birthdays now in May or June. Mm -hmm. Our country um, and and, and parts of the world are largely reopening Mm post-pandemic. And for almost all of us, we celebrated last year's birthdays during the pandemic. What's happening now is a sense of a resurgence of community, a resurgence of activity Mm -hmm. and vacations and celebrations. And people are just getting out and enjoying Mm -hmm. it. And as I just mentioned, our family is our first week of summer vacation because our school year ended. And so a lot of people, including ourselves, are starting to look and say like, well, what are we going to do to vacation or finally get out of the house because we've been here for 15 months um, and start to get out like a lot of people across the globe. So I'm curious kind of how you are not only going to celebrate your birthday, but how you are going to celebrate with your family post uh, pandemic now that you all are fully vaccinated mm-hmm. and you're ready to head out. Can I share with us some of your vacation and travel plans? Yeah, we're not doing anything for my birthday. This one, you know, it's, it's in the middle of the week and they just don't mean that big a deal anymore. I, you know, we did a big trip a couple years ago. This is just going to kind of pass us by. Um, an interesting note, though, that um, tomorrow is my actual birthday and our office is having like our first in-person networking event for the you know first time in like a year and a half. Mm-hmm. So it just happened to be on my birthday. And uh, I'm going to swing by that for a few minutes. But it's, it's interesting to think about like being in a room with, you know, 30 people. It's it's a big room, but still, it's strange getting out there to people again. Um, and then for the summer, we have rebooked the trip we were supposed to take last year, which is a family trip to Yellowstone. We're going to fly up and um, go spend a couple of days at the National Park and just kind of hang out with me. So we're still going to be like outdoors, mm-hmm. kind of big skies. We're not doing anything too crowded. And then Jason and I have a little anniversary getaway to a really small place in the hill country in a couple of weeks Ooh, that sounds romantic yeah we're kind of in our we call this the Terra gift corridor because mother's day is like the second sunday of may and then it's my birthday two weeks later and then our anniversary is two weeks after that who planned the anniversary trip i did i mean did you even have to ask now i say that he said let's go back to that place we went last year and then i booked it so mm-hmm. was it it was his idea and i executed <laughs> So give credit. Mothers, don't we always execute? (laughs) That's right. Don't say it. It will happen. (laughs) I'm just saying. So So what are y'all's plans? We don't have a lot of plans this summer. As you know, I am a month into a new job. Right. There will be some travel with my new job. So with this job, it is likely I will have to travel to California and to Boston. Potentially, I will have to travel to Tel Aviv, Israel Mm. later this fall. But what I did do is... Again, I'm someone who, if I think of somebody's birthday, I kind of act on it yeah, right away. Yeah. So my husband's birthday is in October. And seeing how expensive travel is for the summer, because everybody is getting out. Yeah. Everybody and their mama is traveling. I booked early. I was very, I'm very glad I booked early. Yeah, because yeah. like I was looking at trips and travel this summer. And I was like, I ain't paying all that for <laughs> to, to go to California or yeah. to fly somewhere. So I booked for them, my husband and son, a mm-hmm. father-son trip to Disney World in October. Ooh. So because my husband and son are going to Disney World for about a week, mm-hmm. my son is now not going to college. <laughs> 
Disney will get you every time. Hard choices must be made. Every time. Listen, there's a lot of other options. It doesn't have, college is just one option. (laughs) (laughs) No, he's he's going to college. (laughs) We will find a way. As you know, for many years, I taught 5 a.m. cycling classes Mm -hmm. to to make extra money to beef up his college fund. And now he's going to spend it going to the magic kingdom but but it's cool because they have the um they have a star wars campus out there right yeah that's nice. why that's why they want to go they're that's both, cool they're both into star wars and i'm at this point where we both believe uh, my husband and i that we've been indoors for 15 months we really battened down the hatches for covid and yeah. even now that we are vaccinated and we're supposed to be out and about we still wear our masks and we're still very mindful and respectful of um, those who may be vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And still there's a, a level of uncertainty about what's going on and how things are transmitted. So we live in a state where the mask mandate has now largely been lifted. I'm still uncomfortable taking my mask off only because I just don't know how I would feel if even inadvertently, mm-hmm. I was responsible for passing a virus, a potentially deadly virus onto someone. Right. When we were out of town last week with my friend, we were in a, a little town that's probably considered a, a little bit more rural. It's not a big city. And nobody was wearing, I mean, a few people maybe, but we, I kept mine on just to be polite, mm-hmm. you know, in the shops, the people who work there were typically wearing them. And so obviously I was like, there's just a lot of people in here. I'm gonna wear my mask. And then when we were outside, we would take it off. But it was, I mean, it was kind of the beginning of seeing, oh, okay, all right, we're 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 out in these streets, no masks, okay, oh, it's how we're doing it, okay, mm-hmm. but I, I typically wear mine indoors, and when I'm going into places of business, just to be, I think it's the right move. We are coming out of, um, as you know, it's the word that you hate, unprecedented times. Unprecedented. Um, and, and I think that it's so wonderful that a lot of this reawakening um, is occurring during our birthday week. Because there's times we're just getting back out and into the world. And I would love to end the show if you would just share with our podcast fam what your birthday wish is this year. My birthday wish this year. Do you know the thing about when you see like the 1111 you clock and you see 1111, you see a repeating pattern like that and mm-hmm. you can like make a wish. I don't know the exact rules of it. I just know that's what you're supposed to do. <laughs> so for the last month or two coming up to my birthday. I've seen it a lot. I'll check the clock a lot. It'll be 11-11. And the wish I've been making and the one for my birthday for this year is really about uh, wanting to really release limiting beliefs I have about myself and just step fully into this life and unlimited possibilities. I know I shared for our New Year's episode that unlimited was my word for the year Mm -hmm. and it's kind of continued to be the theme. So that's my wish for myself this year is just to continue on that track where I'm stepping out of old ideas and into bigger ones. That's beautiful. What about you? So my birthday wish for Conjica, I probably get seven. So I get one wish every day. Yes, obviously. My wish on my actual birthday would be, um, for a cameo from Beyonce. Oh, that's a way better wish. Like, listen, you win. Yo, so before we wrap up, my colleague just shared with me the cameo that he sent his wife uh-huh. of Snoop Dogg wishing her a happy Mother's Day. What? And I have never been more jealous of anything in my life. Snoop Dogg said happy Mother's Day? Yeah, so oh. are you, 
God. Are you familiar with Cameo? You I are. am familiar with Cameo because I've been I've been looking at it for a friend for later this year. But yeah, I'm familiar with it. But I never looked up Snoop Dogg. Me neither. I didn't know he was on there. Me neither. So jealous. Listen, the little bit of money that remains in Roman's college mm-hmm. fund, mm-hmm. I may use it to get. <laughs> is Beyonce on Cameo? I don't know. But we if gotta she find is, out. Listen, it is so worth <laughs> it. It'd be like Roman. Sorry, you could not go to college because mommy had to hear from Queen Bee. Uh, just a just a quick two minute clip telling me. I'm awesome. I needed it. Beyonce, I could watch it all the rest of my life. It's totally worth it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's... I would just save that forever. And ever. Oh my gosh. You have to show me that later. Yes, most definitely I will. And podcast family, if you have a wish, I hope it comes true. And not just on your birthday. I think that one of the things that growing older and growing up has, has shown me, and I hope that it's shown you as well, is that um, wishes do come true you believe it i believe in the power of manifestation and positive wishes so but seriously in addition to beyonce that which i wish for each of you is love um, happiness complete joy and um that you're back here with us a year from now hearing about our birthday next year (laughs) yeah i mean but above all we wish beyonce for everyone obviously everyone Thank you so much for joining us for our birthday show. We love having you with us every week and we're planning a lot of fun episodes coming up. So make sure that you're following us on whatever listening platform you're on, whether it be Apple, Spotify. We love to have you with us. We don't want you to miss an episode. And guys, if you have a quick second, just stop really quick and hit rate and review right there on the platform you're looking that helps us so much with engagement and reaching more people and we really want to grow this family we love having you with us and we want everybody to join in thanks so much guard your health mental physical and spiritual for those of you fellow gemini's happy birthday we'll be back next week same time same place take good care Gemini twin. The Gemini Gemini twin. The Gemini power. Biscuits with the cheese up in them. Did you ever see that SNL skit where Beyonce was a Gemini twin? No. Did you watch the Gemini twin skits? No, I missed this. Well, so it was it was a take on Destiny's Child. Mm-hmm. It was Gemini Twin, and it was Maya Rudolph, and I'm not gonna remember who else, and then whoever the guest was, the musical guest. But Beyonce did it once, and they did. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm getting that wrong. I think Maya plays the Beyonce character. Mm, okay. And they were talking about like, uh, the, maybe the first one they were talking about, we were on the bus and I had to have the bus driver take me to Red Lobster because we like those biscuits with the cheese up in them. And Gwyneth Paltrow was in it. That's what I'll just show Ooh. you. No, you got to see her back then. She was funny mm, back then. Not a fan. Gemini's twin. I'm going to show them to you now. I go to bed at nine o'clock. What are you going Listen, this was a long time ago. Joey. Before your bedtime. Did you always go to bed at nine o'clock? No. You missed it back in the day. I had the best years of fun. <laughs> <Late night laughs> Those late night lives. It's over. I got to show you that. Maya Rudolph now plays. Now I'm going to go watch it. Yeah, Thank Maya Rudolph plays the What do you think, Joe? Is there anything we need to do again? No, I thought that was great. It's a mix of everything. Gemini yeah, kind of like hit a bunch of different things. We, I know. Good luck making those yeah. show notes, Tara. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then we talked yeah. about yeah, yeah. everything. Yeah, yeah.